0: to the atlanta tennis podcast every episode is titled it starts with tennis and goes from there we talk with coaches club managers industry business professionals technology experts and anyone else we find interesting we want to have a conversation as long as it starts with tennis
1: hey hey this is sean with the atlanta tennis podcast powered by go tennis Check out our calendar of Metro Atlanta tennis events at letsgotennis.com, where you can also find deals on equipment, apparel, and more. In this episode, we talk to Ryan Timer with Diadem Sports. Only having been in the industry since 2015, Diadem has been described as big enough to compete and small enough to care. Have a listen and let us know what you think.
2: You're based South Florida. Are you Southeast rep? I mean, I want to... Jump right in because that sounds crazy to me. That's well, like most of the reps for the southeast—they stick them in Atlanta because you can kind of get everywhere. Do You have to drive the length of Florida to go anywhere. So,
3: interesting question. So, I, I like starting off with that. So, with us being more of like a, I'd I'd say kind of a startup company. So, we started 2015 Diadem, right? And in the tennis world, that that's very young. A lot of these brands have been around 1950s or yeah, 1950s, 1915s. So for us uh, right now, we have a very strong sales team. We all stay here. We have one guy in Texas who's the main Texas rep because for us, we felt as a market, Texas was very heavy, especially junior end, which is kind of something I'll go in a little bit later, but more of our, our direction. Um, but everyone else, we, we stay in South Florida. We have our HQ here, um, where we actually have like a full hitting lane offices, all that kind of stuff. And for right now, what we do is um, more so I call college coaches, high schools um, all over the country. We don't really have specific territory reps just yet because we're still young in the game. We're still building as we continue to grow. uh, We have more plans to put people within that, but we'll travel accordingly. I mainly go to USTA conventions. That will be what I'll travel for because we'll get a bunch of uh, coaches into one room where I'm able to basically showcase the product, which is what we need being so young. Um so as of right now, we only have that one uh Texas guy that's like the territory rep, but everyone else kind of has more so um pickleball facilities, coaches, juniors, tennis facilities, it goes like that.
2: Ah, so it's kind of what, not where in this case. Exactly. Gotcha. And so we're talking to Ryan, is it teamer? Is that the is it timer, teamer? timer
3: timer, timer, timer there you go. Right. So-
2: you say you're targeting personally your USTA conferences uh and that sounds brutal like having to go in and convince these guys no 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 no, no. wilson's fine but we're better and here's why or at right. least we're a relevant alternative and here's why because saying we're better than wilson's probably dangerous um because they're the big dog in that double-edged sword
3: yeah double-edged sword <laughs>
2: yeah, so and how do you break into Atlanta? So one of the things we're doing here is we're trying to figure out how do we get products like Diadem. We've had conversations with uh, another small, as a small-ish company in Technifiber and Lacoste, where they've got a little different way of doing things than than the bigger than the larger, like you say, the companies that have been around for uh, for thousands of years. How are you getting into an area like Atlanta? Is that something you've thought about? Is that, is that a big market for you? Or do you just say, well, I'm told to go to the USTA conferences and that's what I focus on?
3: So Georgia is actually, I, um, when I first started, I, I started in doing high schools. So I, I had 25 states, Georgia was actually one of them. So I did have the opportunity to uh, reach out to a lot of these uh, high school coaches and teaching pros within the Georgia area specifically because uh, I knew how well Atlanta is and you know how many people are coming in and playing tennis. So I'll, I'll tell you one thing that definitely started that wasn't really so my doing, but when COVID happened, and, and bless everyone's heart that went through it, but uh, everyone had the supply chain issue. Uh, fortunately for us, we didn't. So a lot of these places needed tennis balls. And in the tennis world, uh, word of mouth is going to be something that's very important. So if I tell you that our tennis ball is good, comparative to your friend that played with it on the weekend, you probably gonna listen to your friend. So we had an uh, an opportunity where no one had tennis balls. Um, the Big Five didn't really have any of their uh, equipment just yet, but we did. So we were able to get into these very high places, and they got to try our stuff. And for us to have that opportunity, then call and say, "Hey, well, you know, this place tried it. This college is using it. This facility give our um, equipment a chance." Was it was a big thing. So that was one. Um, I would say it was kind of more of a a give me and and a good place, good time for a lot of us. But I'd say the biggest thing right now um, that we're going off of is is grassroots. So instead of attacking a a big player or one big facility and just having one person say, hey, this is a great brand, we're going to target these kids that are uh, going through futures and going through all these tournaments and really trying to uh, get to a professional level of tennis, whether it's college or going to play pro those are the markets that we're going after. So we've uh, we partner with universal tennis. That's a new thing that we have going. Um, We're really going strong on getting these younger kids a better opportunity to play tennis and, um, you know, use this high quality equipment moving forward. And for us, that that's been a a great kind of step in because a a lot of these companies aren't really paying attention to the juniors, I'd say.
2: Yeah, we've got one of the things we're talking about with Bobby and we're targeting potentially more for the juniors than really is there. Like the high schools as a good target to say, hey, they're not quite getting enough. Uh, in that case, are we are we really doing enough for them? And like you said, the big five, do they care? Is it just they're already out there and they're not really offering anything? Uh, right. and Bobby, you said you did some homework. We were talking earlier and you said you did some homework on. Uh, on Diadem and interested in, in what they've got going on technically. And we want to ask all the questions, of course, about the strings, yeah. about the tennis rackets. And you said you're hiding pickleball. So we're gonna have to ask about that as well.
3: <laughs> yeah. Throw them at me. What kind of questions you got? No, it's,
0: it's a tough road. I mean, I was involved with Mantis for a short period of time when they were trying to come to the country and, you know, it's all the same ideas, you know, the Babylon playbook, let's go, we'll start with strings, go get five. Hopefully one of them turns into Andy Roddick and, you know, but, it's tough. You know, how do you sustainability? I mean, I know you, you're sitting there. How do you know where's the profitability? you still using startup money. That's a big thing in the tennis industry. So many we see don't make it, not just not because they're not quality, just because we run out of money.
3: Yeah. So, um, again, kind of the, the hiding the pickleball end. So, uh, we started with string in 2015, then we went to balls. When the whole thing happened in 2020, we were very afloat with the ball sales. Then we picked up in Pickleball. And I'd say right now for us to be a company trying to get into the lane of, of the big five, if we didn't have Pickleball and the trust of that community and how fast that's growing, it would be a lot more of a difficult time to kind of get in. Um, I'd say a lot of shops and facilities that include both are a lot more uh, likely to listen to us because they want to try our pickleball stuff. They like it. It's really good. Let's try your tennis stuff now. So for us being a a younger company um, and trying to stay afloat, if we didn't have the pickleball end, it would be a a little bit of a different story. But um, I'd say after that, that COVID um, with us going with the tennis balls and the pickleball thing, it's, we've actually been very profitable um, after that, but 2015 to to covid I wasn't with the company at that time um so it was two tennis pros that they were literally in their garage calling everyone um Evan and AJ are their names they were the ones calling everyone from 2015 2015 to 2020 they were it was three guys um one of them was basically helping for the uh general manager side of it and they would just call and that's all they would do they would call every coach Get them out there. They were one of them has uh, a few ATP points. They know what it's like to be in that kind of world, and they they grinded um, from that time and and got very fortunate with uh, the supply chain stuff.
0: Well, I love the idea first of all. this is what I, we, we have this conversation with a lot of tennis clubs. use pickleball to be a revenue generator. Put the money into tennis. You know, th- th- that's that's your opportunity. This is a rare opportunity that paddle, sports, tennis in general has had to have something new come into that's really created a, a buzz. Use it. Use it properly, you, you know, that, which is great. So it's it's buying you time because I'm a firm proponent, obviously. Same thing with Mantis. Manis, the gentleman who was the creator of Mantis, was essentially the Dunlop engineer. So he made a lot of great sticks. And when we actually got him into people's hands, it was, you know, everybody. wow, this is unbelievable. It's hard. It's hard to find the instructor who is willing to go take right. on Wilson because they're going to say, what is, you know, what is this product? You know, what is Manchester? What is Diadem? Well, you know, like you said, we've been actually used your balls at our club for the very reason you said, you know, couldn't get any, you know, we're a big Wilson club. We couldn't get Wilson. Wilson's still on a boat somewhere. So, you know, we, we bought 10 cases of balls and like you said, great introduction, but we're small. We only have so much wall space. How are you doing? Are you making any inroads with any of the bigger online, even, you know, retailers?
3: Yes. So, um, again, with with big online retailers, it's going to be demand. So it's, you know, we want this product. We're going to buy it kind of thing. And um, tennis warehouse that that realm in the beginning. Very hard because there's no demand for a, a diadem stick or right. diadem string because, again, we're just not known on, on that level yet. So, uh, one of the biggest ones that really started for us, and uh, we had a, a sales rep just walk up to them during a convention in a booth, was Pickleball Central. I don't know if you guys are familiar with them. They're the largest online retailer for pickleball, and we're their top five brand um, on the website. So, for sales and the, the pickleball realm, and they do some tennis too. but um, we're a, a top five, top three brand on there. That's mm-hmm. helped us get into uh, the Amazon sphere. We're also going to go into uh, PGA, Played Against Sports. A lot of those big um, sport complex kind of facilities and stuff, that was a, a big thing because we got in with Pickleball Central early and did All so right, well. We'll I'll
0: argue about whether playing Against Sports is a good idea at another time. But <laughs> I understand. I, there's an urgency. I get it.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: Not I, 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 am, I but. get it.
0: I mean, we can, we can talk about late because we have them here and, you know, it's, it's not, and Atlanta is a different market, so we can throw it and out. So I'm an Atlanta tennis player. How do I go about finding out and trying one of your rackets?
3: Um, so that's a great question. Um, we have different sales reps here that are also dealing with um, reps within different states and stuff. That's not my end. I don't deal with that, but we'll, we have two different ends, so. You could go online retail, and the only way you're really going to know about that is if your friend tells you to go online and buy the racket, right. which rarely happens. Uh, usually, you're going to want to play with it. You're going to want to touch it. You're going to want to feel it. Um, that's going to come from we have a lot of facilities that we pick up, uh, the pros there, and that's kind of on my end. That's mm-hmm. where we'll get a lot of sales. So for you, if uh, I don't know what level tennis player you're at, but you know, let's say you're on the the lower end. You're taking clinics. You're playing. Uh, we'll have a lot of pros, head pros at facilities using our equipment, and that that will be the biggest one right now uh, on the tennis end for us is more so we have pros and reps using our equipment on the tennis facility end. That mm-hmm. for us has been the best revenue um, in the sense of, of getting rackets, because again right now online um, tennis wise is not as successful as it would be uh, a tennis facility having a pro use our stuff and then sell it in the pro shop.
0: Well, You have how many different rackets?
3: Um, so I actually have a few here. So we, we have two lines. We have a, a hundred square inch and then we have the 90, 98. So we have uh, basically a, a pure dry, very friendly racket. We have players on tour that are using that. And then we also have people who have never played tennis using that racket. The other end, we have the player's frame a little bit stiffer than 98. Um, Nova is the hundred square inch. Elevate is the 98. And within those two rackets, there will be different ones that vary in weight. So the Nova, Nova Light, uh, we have a Plus, and then Elevate, um, we have the uh, regular Light and Tor. And we started, obviously there's a couple different ones in the back here, but right now we have the Nova, which brought um, nice black color. This is the gen one version so we're going to come out with a new one uh, beginning of 2024, but this is our bestseller here, so this is what put us on the map um, for rackets very nice easy racket to pick up and feel and the thing that for us, and I know you asked about technology. um, it's created by tennis players so they've used every racket on the market, they specifically created a lot of this stuff for uh, tennis players and tennis pros, right? So they, they wanted to have something that they felt was missing in the market. Ours are foam filled. So that's not a thing that much anymore with a lot of these rackets. Um, this will feel much like a peer drive, like I said. A lot of people feel as if they're missing something, it's because they're hollow. Ours are foam filled, a lot of dampening, very comfortable. That has set us apart for a lot of these rackets where they pick them up, they feel it, they play with it, they're like, wow, this is actually great um lastly we have this is the gen one version of our elevate you can see here it's kind of like our signature teal color and then we upgraded to the gen two this year which has a little bit more of kind of like a royal navy blue color i think this racket looks a lot better i think they did a great job with this one um and we can go into it a little bit more but there's uh, some new technology in that racket too it's called craven which is a, a German rubber material. And again, it's for dampening. And uh, for us, we want to make a really comfortable player's frame for everyone. That, that's the goal. Oh, fantastic.
0: And, and, and I, I, we laugh, but aesthetics are important.
3: They are. I tell you what, in, in the, especially in the world of juniors, they care more about the decal and how the, the strings look with the racket more so than the technology. So Yeah. It's, it's and important. that's the hard part. You're right. I mean, because
0: yeah. Mantis was the same way. Like I said, quality stick made by tennis players, and we'd always laugh about, you know, okay, why does the red and the black one sell well? Because they're Georgia colors. So red and black is going to sell really well here, uh, you know. And, and that, So where, where are your weights for your your different sticks?
3: Um, so the Nova, and the nice thing is too, uh, I I don't I love this. They have them on the the racket right here. But Nova will be about ten point five ounces. Um, okay. And again, that will vary. So the light is about, um, I don't remember from my memory right now, I think it's about 285 for okay. the light. And then there's a plus, so that will be a half inch longer and a little bit heavier as well. That's about uh, 305 grams. And then we have the Elevate, this one coming in um, straight at 305, the Tour is at 315 and then the lights at 295 for the Elevate.
0: So you're hitting all the the, the, the sweet spots.
3: Yeah. And then we have a, a, in the Nova, we have a 105 as well. So there's a light and an ultra light for that kind of call it the resort racket. So anyone that's kind of, yeah, you know, on that end. Well, again, very important. They need it. I mean, you yeah.
0: know, we, we, we spoke to, you know, the Technifiber rep and that was a big drawback for Technifiber. There was no place to go. Yeah. It's great for Medvedev, but who, you know, I don't have him at my club. So, exactly. you know, so, you know, you have to think about, it. even though the the one sells or that's your exposure, you need the other one because not everybody's going to be comfortable in the other racket. So you have to have it and that gets expensive. And I mean, that's what's hard because you got to yeah. buy both.
3: Well, and it, it's funny you mentioned that too, though. So one of the things, just, just having two rackets is another thing too. Everyone's always asking for a, a you know, when are you going to come out with a new frame? Or like everyone loves variety. And the fact that, you know, the, the big five have 50 different frames to choose from. Comparative to two, again, on the online you know, realm, um, more online retailers like that variety because there's more sales, there's more you know, money coming in, where for us, just two rackets with different weights, you know, they, they really need the demand for that. So that's why, you're, again, you're going to see them a little bit more in pro shops and the pros using them.
2: And, and describe that for us because we talked to the, to the lay person. Is there, probably, what's the phrase for a lay tenant? The average tennis player, that doesn't sound appealing. What <laughs> if you talk if you, if you talk to player the player
0: improvement, yeah, play, you know,
2: player improvement racket. Club the club player. We will yeah. solve the the club player. Yeah, the club player. If, there we go. Describe yeah. that. You you've got two rackets. Who is it for? So I'm. Is it well, Wilson? I can be. I can be tall, skinny. I can be. I can be old. I can be young. And there's a racket for everybody, right? Your right. your two rackets that you got. Who are you covering with that?
3: So good question. Um, we do have junior rackets too. I, I didn't cover that. So we, we do have 19 all the way to, to 26. So that, that will help on that end when they're younger and everything, but um, it, it'll be the weights. And again, too, so for us, we'll, we'll cater. Uh, I, I don't like saying a beginner racket, intermediate or advanced. Cause again, for our beginner racket, which is the hundred square inch, our tour players are using it. So it's not necessarily a beginner racket, but what we'll do is we market the Nova as a very friendly racket. Anyone can pick it up and um, really for the average player, what we end up doing is just having the demo program because we don't have a kind of a, a set market yet where it's like, if you're smaller and shorter, you should use this one. Cause everyone's, <laughs> you know, everyone's going to be a little bit different. So for us, what we've seen is just kind of allowing that demo program. And um, again, on the online sphere, there's very rarely them buying the racket because I'm 10 years old and I just started playing tennis and I know I need a racket. So I'm going to go buy Diadem. It's more so I'm at a high performance camp. My uh, coach is telling me to use this racket. He puts it in my hand. So with the weights, uh, it gives us a chance if we get to talk to them to kind of tell them, okay, you're, you know, you're a, you're taller, but you're skinny and you need a little bit more power. You should use the lights, you know, because it's a little bit head heavy and all that kind of stuff. So, um, average club player, what you're end up doing, you're not going to worry about the weights. You're either going to get the Nova or the Elevate because the Nova is black and you're getting the black one, or because the Elevate's blue and you're getting the blue one. Do you want that's, the black
2: one or the blue one? There. That's really <laughs> yeah. how
3: it goes, to be honest with you. Yeah. So, <laughs> at the end of the day.
2: And that's in so high school players same decision. So when when Bobby says, "Hey, I've got I got thirty high school kids and ten of them need new rackets because a few of them even are coming with their Walmart racket." How do we get a diadem? And I guess that leads to the question that is, how do you incentivize Bobby as an example? And as a separate question, me with the juniors with the younger kids, why why or how am I incentivized in the same way that Wilson says we're going to put you on our pro staff? Is it Bobby, is pro staff still a thing? Is that, is it still yeah, called it, it, Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah I,
3: I, 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 I think it's still called well, that. With
2: the, that, uh, that incentive program to say, hey, here, coach, here's, here's the diadem, and this is why you're going to sell it to all your high school kids.
3: So good question. Um, number one, the thing to revert back to that we talked about, uh, so, so we're small, right? So we have a, a salesperson here that says that we're big enough to compete, small enough to care. So the same thing with that kind of the coaches and all that on Wilson's just going to give you a discount. That's it. You're done. Bablad, same thing for us. What we do is we're reaching out to these uh, coaches and we're letting them know that, Hey, we have this equipment, you know, I, I I'll, I'll cover that. And you know what the benefits are, but the other thing is too, is you're going to have these players on the team. We're going to care about them. So it's basically going to be a sponsorship. They're going to be on our Instagram. If you win any matches, you tell me that it's going to go on the story so the kids see it. The other thing that we're doing, too, I work with college coaches. We're going to have a a database of all these college coaches, D1, D2, D3, uh, that's going to be on our end. Who's ever using our equipment, high schools, we're going to send them uh, different slideshows of players in uh, different schools that are using our equipment and send it over to those coaches. Kind of as a promotion for Diadem. And then also, too, it's going to help the younger kids that uh, if a college coach sees the high school name, they might be a little bit more likely to, to sign some of those players. So we, we explain that to the coaches that uh, we're going to take the time to actually work with you and make the kids excited to play tennis. Because what I've seen is a, a smaller um, drive to play tennis on the high school end. A lot of kids come with Walmart rackets. They come with their dad's racket from the garage that's wooden because their parents are telling them to play. They're not going out and I want to play tennis. There are some of those kids, and you know there's a good amount of them still, But what I've seen on the high school end is a lot of these coaches are struggling to get kids to have structure and want to play high performance tennis. When we come in with diadem, you know they're they're getting shirts, they're getting uniforms, matching bags. They feel as if they're on a little bit more of a high performance level, and we're able to do that through providing the equipment, putting them on the Instagram stories, the colleges. And that's really what we've seen. A lot of especially high school and college coaches want to pick up our equipment for that fact.
0: So, what are your price points?
3: So, as a coach, um, you guys are gonna get different price points with that uh, than the club player. So mm-hmm. for me, I deal wholesale. So I'm not talking to you know a customer coming in that just needs a racket. I don't deal with that. If you're a coach and you know you're buying a bunch of balls and you're buying uh, you, you need bags and uniforms, that's you deal with me. So, with that, you get uh, margins, you know, taken off because you're purchasing so much in bulk, like Costco type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so as a coach, you get basically forty to fifty percent off of what the retail price would be under our. Uh, we call it a premier team. So if you're a high school coach, I I reach out to you. You know, you 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 buy balls already, and you know whatever budget the school gives you, if you're private or public, you're going to need equipment. And again. It's more so just go off Amazon, BSN. Uh, sometimes Wilson will give you a 20 to 30 percent, you know, coupon code. You just put online. For us, you deal with us directly, and I'm giving you an opportunity to purchase. You know, if you're buying 10 cases, you get one free. You get the 40 to 50 percent margins. Um, everyone's price is a little bit different, so I can't really say like if you're a high school coach, what your racket would be. Um, cause online they're, they're 225 and 235, but as a coach, if you're buying five rackets, you're going to get 50% off of that basically. No,
0: I, what I was curious about was, you know, what is the, what is the end point? Because that's a big thing. I mean, that's the tough part. You don't have name is recognition, but right. it still costs you. So you, you gotta go up. Cause I mean, when we were with Mantis, well, I've never heard of Mantis. Are you cheaper? Uh, why, well, you know, I have some room as, as you know, I'm cutting into my margins and you know the good news i don't i don't know your situation but it's seemingly that you, that you don't have a, you didn't have a, a supply chain issue are you, where are you manufacturing
3: uh, we're manufacturing overseas so we have our our factories in asia and it, we actually got very fortunate with a lot of our manufacturers our, our balls in the main in the same factories us open um a lot of our facilities are the same factories that these big brands are using and we get an opportunity to get in there you know make our equipment there and as you know everyone pretty much has it made in the same place. Some, you know, some are a little bit different, but each.
0: We can say the C word, China.
3: Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Asia sounds, yeah, it's a little. <laughs> it's better,
0: but it's, it's China.
3: <laughs> yeah, it is. At the end of the day. Um, the of the day
2: you're in that, you're in that 220 range for the, for the Nova and the Elevate. And that is, I guess that's the question. Bobby says, Hey, this is a brand we've never heard of. Why am I switching? I, I've been using, been using one of the other brands for thousands of years. And now all of a sudden it's not like, Hey, here's a new thing. It's only a hundred dollars. You're still in that quality tennis racket price range,
3: Right. So I, and I, I, this is kind of a question for you too, Bobby. So for me, what I've done, I, I, I don't try and ever act like a salesperson. I, I, for me, what I don't want to do on the phone is say, Hey, I know you really like Wilson U S open, but I'm going to get them this much cheaper for you. Cause if you're a true tennis player, you're not going to care. You like Wilson U S open, you're going to buy them. Right. But if I can convince you that, hey, this is a very similar product, but here's the things that Diadem's going to do for you, rather than you know you just buying a tennis ball, I, and I can also save you money. For me, that's that's done tenfold and kind of given a little bit more uh, confidence on, on our product rather so than, hey, we're cheaper, try us out kind of thing. So when when you were going through all of that, did you ever feel as if kind of saying, hey, I can save you $100 on a, on a real comparative to just saying, hey... You know, ours is as good as Wilson or whatever brand you're comparing to. Try it out; will we'll work you, for you. The,
0: the challenge is there is your you you know I was you you were me. When I was handing it to players at my club, price was never an issue because they already bought. A they had the the confidence that I was introducing something that I believed in. Right. B it was a darn good product. It was like the balls when we brought it. Well, what is diadem? Well, they're good. Aren't they? You know, so now everybody wants to know, how do I get diadem? So, you know, that's, that's, I'm all for that. But I felt the challenge was how do I scale it? How do I find a hundred use that see the value, see the importance of continuing to bring in new technology? Because even, you know, I, I laugh mantis is went away, but we had an impact, you know, Ounces changed a little bit, and they yeah. were in direct correlation to what we were doing. The colors of rockets changed a little bit, and they were in direct correlation to what we were doing. So you said to go. They might not have wanted to recognize us, but they felt us. Yeah, and, and I, really I get you know. So it to me, it, it's always how do we keep you guys alive? You know, to find the five the ten where you can grow. And and let's face it, hey, you know, like I said, this is the Babylon playbook. Where, where did Babylon succeed? Where well, they found Andy Roddick, and you know at, at 14, and his gang of five all played Babylon. Each one of them went D1, and a couple of them you heard of, and you know now all of a sudden Babylon's a household name. Uh, you know, and because like you said, and I'm Will, I'm on Wilson's staff, but hey, Wilson cannibalizes the line, right. and that's how they you know they do as much keeping business or difficult for somebody like you to enter the market. As they do, yeah, you know, and that's why I'm always interested in technology because let's face it, like you said, Wilson might make the clash in four different weight categories. but that 10.9 clash is not the same as the 9.4 clash. Yeah, and if you so weigh it too, so- yeah, there's a huge difference there, guys. And so there, you know, and it's so it's not getting addressed. That's why we need companies like yourselves, and and you know, and I'll I take it away from the, even the the Bab-a-lot, the vocal playbook vocal came in and really sold the hell out of the V1. And they were smart in doing that. You know, when we started with vocal and introduced vocal and Atlanta was the number one selling vocal city in the country when, really. you know, back in the late nineties, early two thousands. And we had a lot to do with that. They had the V1. You know, we would stick the, the V1. Everybody could play it. It was 10.6. But it was, you know, the dampening technology. So everybody at Tennis Elbow would say, okay, I want to hear about this. Yeah. And it was a good stick. And they sold the heck out of the V1. And they were never going to be the tech, typical tennis company to, to, to broaden beyond. The, and they did it. You know, they got Boris Becker involved. They got McEnroe involved. And they lost their focus. And, you know, they never took that next step. So it's hard. I mean, I, I love the idea of the high school market. I think that is an underappreciated market from a standpoint of the future of tennis and today's tennis, because I think those, those kids, I mean, we had our, our I think technical you know, what oh, Luke Jensen told, you know, 70% of D one tennis players never play tennis again. Once they get out of college, that's, that's terrible. Those are not good numbers so, yeah. you know, what are we doing to grow the game if your biggest players and let's face it, kids are your biggest sellers because they need more than one racket. The average adult is not buying two in most cases. No. Kids are buying two and three. So you need to have that player stick. So, you know, it, it's, a, it's a challenge. That's why, you know, I, I, we want to support it all we can and, and get the word out. And it, it, like you said, another tough because obviously technology, you're offering something different. Who sells that? TIA? You know, we can have that debate offline, uh, you know, how effective they are. You know, you have to, you got to pay, you got to play the game, you got to kiss the yeah. ring, I guess. Yeah. But it's not, you know, if you look at an ROI, you're wondering. You're really looking for 10 guys like you, you know, exactly. and who, who go out and spread the word and become disciples. And then, you know, like you said, with pickleball lightning strikes. We get the kid that's carrying that and we say, wow, and it becomes a household. So, you know, it's, it, a lot of it is staying alive. So, you know, I, 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 love the fact that you guys are taking advantage of pickleball in that capacity. I don't think that's anything to hide. I'd be, I shout that to everybody in tennis, take advantage of the opportunity.
3: I, I, I tell you what, too, I, I don't mean to jinx us or anything, but I don't know why the tennis companies too haven't, because our biggest compliment in pickleball is the bevels on our handles. I, for whatever reason, apparently we're the only company that you could really feel it. So a lot of tennis players, which is mostly going to be the main players now of Pickleball, um, really like our stuff because it's a tennis brand heavy feeling paddle, right? Not instead of racket paddle. Again, the, the, if I, I don't mean to speak for them, but it, it, I feel as if Wilson came in and spent a bunch of time, you get a lot of these people that, you know, see the red W and like, all right, this is going to be the best thing moving forward. Just haven't taken advantage. And that's why we've been going so strong into this market is there's really not a top brand right now. You could say Selkirk is probably just because of how flooded they are and how much time, but, um, we've done well enough without much marketing, without much of that saturation and it's done very well. So, uh, 2024 is going to be our big push for tennis. We're again, we're going to release that uh, new Nova and all that kind of stuff, and uh, it'll be exciting. And I, I'll tell you what too, which is going to be interesting, is people really, and especially if if you've been playing tennis for a while, you might be a little bit out of this, but for newer players in college and and you know people in their 20s to 40s, they are dying for something new in, in the world of a brand. So everyone knows Wilson, everyone knows blood, everyone knows Head and and Prince's still kind of up there a little bit (laughs) um, yeah it's still a household name but it's it everyone's using it right so if you could be a a younger player out there with something that you can meet the owners and and come in and and see all of it that that's what they want they want that desperately they tennis is on this like new thing I kind of compare it to golf a little bit with the live golf uh, where they want to make it a little bit more um, different and and uh, do something uh, to kind of make it a little bit more exciting. Like I I went to, I got to go to the NCAA uh, finals at the USDA campus. I've never seen a more lively crowd in tennis. And it's not usually, um, it's not usually done. So I, for us, what, what I've seen and what a lot of people really like is, um, like Yonex has kind of done it and, and Selenko is being the cool brand in tennis. And I, I feel as if whoever's gonna take that next mark is gonna be that next brand. Um, Again, Yonex has kind of gone on that end where a lot of the younger college kids, it's cooler to use that racket, the blue with the yellow string and, you know, their red logo and everything. Um, I feel as if for us at Diadem, kind of going on that route of being, you know, we we have the younger crowd, same thing with Selenko, where they were handing out string to all those colleges. I feel as if for us to go that route is going to be a lot better. So than you know, just signing one player on tour and try and get us, our rackets into a pro shop.
0: Oh there's more of those players There always will be. I mean I yeah. agree with it. I mean that was our philosophy. I completely agree with the philosophy and you still need money and that's that's the and again that's, that's pickle where ball. pickleball is <laughs> your and, and I, I think that's a great thing. You know so we just had and pickleball's exploding up here. Alta is finally adopting a pickleball league. So what are you doing up here in that capacity? I mean we had the the event last weekend it was the largest pickleball event ever anywhere. 12 more than 1200 people participated over five days that's not even people who walked in i I, and the good part is i shouldn't say this out loud because they're getting more sophisticated at least a year ago they weren't that sophisticated yet as far as what they were asking for so i I know it's coming but there's still opportunity there
3: so um i i think i could say this too so we locally in florida there's no indoor courts uh we we um and especially, too, right now, that that's kind of the sphere where a lot of these uh, developers are taking over, like, malls and remaking them into pickleball facilities and, you know, the uh, the the chicken and pickle and all that kind of stuff. So, us at Diadem, we actually just built our an indoor facility that we're opening up on June 17th. So, it's going to be the only indoor facility. So, for us, what we're doing for that is we're going to hope to hold tournaments there, um, kind of as you're saying with the PPA and the MLP. Um, it's going to be, it's in the basketball arena for a college that's right here. They longer have a a basketball team. So it's going to have like that stadium seating, all that kind of stuff. So that's one hope we're going to try and host a little bit more tournaments now. Um, which is something like, you know, like the Diadem open or all that kind of stuff, which I think would be something great because especially too, the, the one thing right now that's so big is amateur tournaments because everyone wants to know where they're at. Cause everyone goes to the local park and they play and they're like, well, I'm a four Oh, I'm a five Oh, and they want to go play tournaments and stuff. So that, that's a big thing right now. I'm is, going is, pro. Is <laughs> yeah. It, and I, I get it too. Cause it's exciting. And there's not really a, a ceiling yet. Cause you technically a lot of these people that, you know, sure especially there is. were it's
0: called Jack sock. <laughs> yeah. It's coming. The ceiling is coming. Yeah. It's coming. <laughs> it's we had like, soon.
3: we had our, our pro who's, um, Oh, he's His name's Christian Alishan. I think he's like top 10 right now in the world for singles. He went the tennis route, college, all that, switched over and and into the pickleball world. I, I think we're going to start seeing that a lot more. Um, and then on the other end for pickleball, the thing that's been really nice for us, we haven't really had to do much marketing. Um, it's been very interesting. You, you see a lot of Selkirk commercials, um, you know, Good Morning America, like a lot of like kind of plugs in with that, where for us, we've just, really put out our product into like pickleball central and the reps hands and people playing um we've been able to stay in that top three range so for us in the pickleball world i I don't see much more marketing coming uh because we don't need it technically i think what's going to end up happening a little bit more is you're going to start seeing more pros pop up um on tv using the paddles and hopefully too that our facility is going to start um holding a lot of these tournaments now
0: well, I, I love the facility idea. We would certainly be interested in uh, picking your brains and potentially doing something up here, because yeah. uh, again, I, I have a friend, very you know, in, on the pickleball side, and he can't keep the rackets. And again, he's just limited by he's a small, you know, small. His his reach isn't that big, but it's not comparative shopping yet. It's I want to play it if it's good, and it doesn't break because that's a, you know another thing people are starting to play for six months to a year they break every now and then like, you know, Wilson did get into it, you know, made a cheaper pickleball. They're, they're about to go on a next level. We'll see, but you know, they, they broke. I mean, I, you know, we yeah. had pickleball rackets all over Where's the handle Here's And it wasn't because somebody tomahawked it. It was just the strain of, you know, the handle to the, the head that it, it would snap there. So uh, I, I do, I think there's a great opportunity there to really, and I love the idea of opening up a facility and, and keep it central. You have know, this way you're selling it and, we're big fans in Atlanta, the end user drives the product. It's yeah. not, you know, the pros, I get it. I, I am one. I'm interested more than most, but you you only have so many things you can sell. Right. So unfortunately you, you go safe. That's what, you know, Wilson provides you everything. They, they're going to soup to nuts. We will find something. If you don't like red, we got blue, you know, and, <laughs> exactly. and it stinks because it really should be about the quality right. and, and, you know, and that's, and I, and I, but I do think it works because Volko did have success. They just misstepped and you don't get, you know, that's the hard part. You don't get a lot. If you're smaller, do you have the finances to make an error? And, you know, they went too big too soon and it, it didn't materialize. So, I, like I said, I, I think you guys are, are smart in that capacity. You're, you're associated with the game. You're in a good state. I mean, the high school tennis association, are you involved with them down there in Florida?
3: Yeah, we are. So that that's the USDA events I've done. So I, I've had the opportunity to go to Texas, uh, Michigan, Minnesota, and Ohio uh, for those like national coaches conferences and everything. Mm-hmm. Those have been very successful. I for for me that that has been my best way into this. So when because a lot of uh, these I, these coaches I love too because they're they're always open to to trying new stuff like. You, you'll get a lot of, and I understand this, you'll get a lot of, you know, players in, you know, U16s and futures and stuff that they're using this one racket they've used since 10 you know, sure. 10 years old, they've been winning with for years. They're not going to switch, which is fine. Right. I mean, I, I probably wouldn't either if I was in their shoes, but if you're a pro or if you're a you know a high school coach or you always love trying new stuff and getting them in, in players hands. So feedback's been great with that. And what's been awesome too is, um, once we're there in person and they actually get to hold and i'm sure you know this actually get to hold the racket or the ball or the string it's it's a done deal because then they actually know hey this is different i want to try it and it's like oh this actually really feels almost like my wilson blade you know i want to i want to see what this is about kind of thing so for me too i i I find those to be the most successful when you can be in front of them but i mean again as you know I, i can't be in every sphere in the country so
0: yeah, scaling is, is is the is the tough issue because again, and it, it it stinks because you're right. If if I was a pro shop, for pro shop, yes, you have to have Wilson. Yes, you probably have to have that. But I also want that diadem. I want that racket that nobody's heard of that is a little bit different. Hey, you you try this, and and, and like you said, you'd be. Shy. We saw it. We saw it with Volkl. There were enough people that oh, I, I want to be different. What Volky? You know, like yeah. you said, announcing <laughs> names. It was Volky. What no, it's not Volky. It's Volcall. But you know, I want the Volky racket. So yes, there were enough people out there that wanted to try it, and in Atlanta, did very well by it. So you know, like I said, I, I, I you guys are, are fighting a good fight. We want you to be successful. So you know, whatever we can do to help out, and we will say another cheap branding opportunity. But it sounds right up your alley. Who you're going to is virtual tennis. It's coming there's three companies out there already uh that are all you know trying to make it where you when you go in it's a completely experience you know so you do see sponsorship banners so i think that's enough you know for your age group when they when it launches and it gets a little further down the line that's going to be a good age group now i want to ask you this as much for ours as well have you done anything with TikTok?
3: um I so yes and no. So we, we had a, a previous um, uh, social media manager that I, I'd say wasn't at a professional level, um, in the <laughs> sense of like the TikTok because right. whatever. So we, we we have a new person. Um, TikTok's hard. I, I I'm younger, obviously. I, I'm 25 and and yeah. you know my age group is very into that. I don't have a TikTok personally, it's just not my thing, but um my girlfriend does she'll show me stuff all the time it, it's it's very satire kind of material to, to that kicks off and I, I feel like that's a very hard like language to understand and um i i think i i don't know i TikTok is something that if you, it takes off it's good but putting all the attention into it
0: oh no no no
3: yeah I just- throwing Um,
0: bait in the water little chum that's all I'm. yeah i have a 17 year old 17 i think it's
3: great like i i if you could do it it's good i just we haven't had anyone here that's had like an idea for a TikTok video that that makes sense yet and i Mm -hmm. think that's really hard to do is like if you're just posting like informational stuff and like here's our new racket and you're spinning it like people do on instagram there's no point you know but there's people that make joke like again like the satire thing and they're getting millions of likes on it like i don't know there's these car dealerships that their social media managers will just you know like they're called memes and they'll just put that as their marketing and they'll get millions of likes on it just because it's silly
0: uh, find yourself a 12 year old girl who likes that teal <laughs> racket because again uh, just having a 17 year old daughter there's three products that I point to that I just laughed that I've driven all over Atlanta to find which is the Stanley the cup yep,
1: you know, yep. they all
0: had that, the, the big Stanley water yep. holder which all the the other ones that came previously weren't good enough this one had nope. a handle so now we got to have a Stanley the other one is Logan Paul's Prime yep that yep. you know th- this is uh, I've driven all over Atlanta to get and I'm addicted to it, so now it's it's transferred that I I have to drive because I have the the flavor that's the hardest to find is my favorite. So Which literally, one? there's like a network of us that goes and oh, it's it's here, boom! We all go to get the bomb pop because you know I grew <laughs> up on bomb pops, so it was it's awesome. And then the um, the new one is the the Starbucks the pink drink that you know that somebody went in and said could you do this for me? They started doing it at Starbucks now they're selling it. I went to Target, it said. Pick it up at Target. I could get it tomorrow. I couldn't find it anywhere in the store, but I've driven all over. So I'm just like, if you can find it, like you said, and that's we're at the same boat trying to. And that's why I love the shirts because it's gonna. Get, that's the market, and and it, I laugh because I'm with you. We're a different generation. I'm a much different generation, but I like different. These kids are follow. yeah it's the the lambs the slaughter man it's you know the all the lemmings dave matthews we're all looking the same we all the comfort zone My daughter, you know a couple years ago she doesn't play tennis she's a singer they're all into tennis skirts this was the the, really fashion wear for teenage girls i'm like i could get you all the tennis skirts you want what are you talking about tennis skirts you never had any interest in tennis whatsoever (laughs) they follow the trend so that that's all Friends. i that age group if you got a 17 or 12 year old girl who's good who can spin a racket and say hey i just won this tournament trust me this i just you do it first you have a real product we're going to sell shirts that way but i, I you know you have a, something i'd be curious about how you know it succeeds just by just doing it you know and seeing where it goes
3: i'll give you a little backstory so instagram something i i i don't understand social media that much like i want to it's i i think it's especially with the way the world's growing, how you just said the virtual tennis and stuff. I think that's probably the most moneymaker right now. Yeah. Um, you know, kind of moving forward, maybe not in the tennis world just yet, but it will be. Um, I've gone after Instagram influencers cause they're very brand loyal. Um, yeah. So as long as you give them a free t-shirt, free hat, it was a very long way, always gonna wear it. There's this one person in particular that I was able to pick up on social media and they brought me in d1 level players and these like like there's this one 10 year old who's uh, he's like a 44 utr i think right now which is awesome for for his age and everything so if you like finding like finding those people that cuz he he's got probably like 5000 followers but again it's uh in, in the tennis world it's social media you know like there's there's not like huge accounts so much as like you know like I think there's one trick shot person for tennis that's like a social media account. And then there, are you know, like that kind of thing where for soccer, there's millions kind of mm-hmm. thing. So um, he's known in that world of social media. So as soon as he picks up the diadem thing, everyone else gets this 5,000 people get to see it like that. Whereas yeah. For me, that would take weeks to do so. I, right. think, in, I think influencers are uh, an interesting venture to go into because they have this like backing that almost makes it worth it, which I find very interesting. Um, Cause it's, you know, back, back before social media, it would just be like a bunch of fans, but now this is all sure. just people that they, you know, they have right there and um, it's done very well. Cause all he has to do is just say, yeah, I like this and they're all going to trust him. And the same thing with the pro.
0: And it's funny. I mean, it's, we are find it out with, pod, you know, podcasting. That's the other thing. That, not that we have the base that we ever w- want to be yet, but they're exceptionally loyal. And, you know, the the, the turnover and the, the transfer rate to a purchase is incredible. So you're going to see that in everybody's budget, trying to find those those people and those avenues that have demonstrated such product loyalty. So, you know, again, it's you guys are making the right steps. You're in that generation, which is good, too, where, yeah. you know, it's a little it, Social media is the one guess for you know me. I'm too old for that. You know, I, I so I, we always I, the the seventeen year old daughter is my marketing manager saying, "Oh, okay, what are, what are they doing on TikTok? What are you doing on Instagram?" So that's
3: all you need. Yeah,
0: it's it is funny. I wish she play tennis; yeah, it would be more helpful.
3: But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> eventually, I, I again too. That's what we're trying to get to is is making tennis cool again. I'd really say that. That's really what, what did he just of- say? Yeah. Say, say, did you get it
0: again one more time for me, Ryan. Wait, wait a minute. Did he say? Did he steal our line?
3: Oh, did I really? I didn't even read yeah, that. Yeah. I promise you. <laughs> oh
0: my god, that's our. Oh my, I love this kid.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Making Ted is cool again. That I, I have a, a a coworker here that he does the juniors. His name's Kevin. He's he's the one that really runs our Instagram. If you ever see our Instagram page, he's the one that's in front of it. That's like we. I I really you know I. I'll, I'll talk about other brands, but I, I really like Selenko. Like I really like what they did and they mm-hmm. went on that. They, they, they went to, they wanted to be the cool brand, get with the cool college coaches that were in the bucket hats and stuff and, and get in with them. Cause th- that, that's what is get like so starving right now for this sport is the next generation to pick it up and to do, that's what like the live golf, I think is interesting. Cause it's, it's loud, it's cheering, there's music playing while they're hitting the ball, which is never known, or not never known, but never done before, but everyone's watching it, everyone wants to do it, everyone thinks it's really cool because it's a new thing, I, and I think that's why pickleball is picking up so quickly, like tennis needs that too right now, tennis needs the, the Kyrgos and, and those kinds of people that are having a style with tennis making it different, so these younger kids can, you know, get excited to play it. Uh,
0: Make it fun. It's ridiculous. It's a sport where you play and you can't get cheered for. What other what what is going to draw a kid to a sport where he doesn't get any applause? It it makes no sense whatsoever. Yeah. And it's it's I laugh at my club. I started it, a new club, you know, eight years ago, and I would always play music, and in the beginning every oh I can't concentrate. I'm like, dude, if you're going to play at the US Open, you got planes over going over your head. Yeah,
3: like what's going to make the difference.
0: <laughs> music is a lot easier than planes. Now literally we have a 12 court facility. There's 12 different little stereos playing their music. And and I become such I know my generation is late 70s early 80s. The kids 10 year you know, the people 10 years younger than me, they're all into the 90s. You know, you you go back to the music that you were in high school and college with. Because that's when you you know, had the most free Make time, fun. the most passionate about it. So that's what you always fall back to. So, you know, all these case studies I get to do from being a tennis coach. But it's it's just funny how you can change it. And University of Georgia speaks to them because they're huge as far as the craziness. Uh, and you wouldn't think so because it's been such a, a dominant – program for so long you think and you know dan's no longer there so it probably changed a little bit when mcgill finally retired but you know that's a a wild experience tcu my alma mater is you know they they made baseball and tennis fun to go to so you know it's it's
3: that would make you want to go to that school to play the sport too you know like in tennis the in the tennis world georgia is known as the the best you know live uh you know arena or however you want to call it um so they, it, it, that that's going to make people want to go and, and and play there and do that. And I think that the the music thing and because what ends up happening, like you said, so seventy percent of those people that play college tennis, they they're Never done. Play. They hate it. It's yes. it's 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 very it's pro, it, it is the hardest sport. I mean, you can argue about golf and baseball and all that, but mentally, if you hit a shot in the net, it's your fault. You can't blame anyone else. And that's every single day, every practice, every so. You got to make it fun. You got to make it something that is not. You know, I, I missed a shot. I never want to play this sport again. I hate myself, kind of thing. You want to make it a good time. Music's playing in the background. And I think, too, that that's why pickleball is picking up, right? Because I can go to my local park, go play with a bunch of my friends and random people there. Tennis, I have to reserve a court, gets all it's competitive. It's it, pick up basketball. Exactly. Pick up basketball. Old days, exactly. pick
0: up basketball. Ryan, I love it. I mean, we've taken a lot of your time. I know Sean's got to get us to the the king of tennis question. But thank you for your time. We will certainly be in touch. Uh, awesome. you know, love to have you involved with some of the things we're doing just to to get it out there. And you know, let, let's let's put it in people's hands, and let them decide.
3: I love it. Thank you, man. Very I appreciate good. Sean, it. For take time it
0: away.
2: Yeah, so we've got our question. And uh, if you paid attention to the email, you should know it's coming. So this shouldn't be hitting you uh, <laughs> I know it coming. be hitting you as a surprise. But our our my favorite question for sure is if you were king of tennis, whether it's a day, a year, forever, doesn't matter. Anywhere, local, globally, you were king of tennis. Is there anything you would do or change?
3: Yeah. So the the one thing that I would change mainly with the sport of tennis is um, the the fact that it's this gentleman's sport and it's prim and proper. That that's the one thing I would change. I I I know that's a a very kind of controversial thing to do because a lot of people too, and and, uh, you know, tennis is the way it's always been since you know the 1900s and stuff, but. For me, the one thing I would change is um, really making it kind of that gentleman's sport and making it a little bit more inclusive for everyone to play. If you want to wear a basketball jersey when playing, wear a basketball jersey. You don't need to wear all white. I, I think for me, that would be the one thing I'd change.
2: You agree with the idea that, was it Tiafo said? He said he, we should have more more wrestling, more things going on during a tennis match at that level?
3: Yes, yes. Yeah, yelling during a serve, all that. Like It, it happens in basketball when they're doing a free throw. Like, why can't they do it in yeah, tennis? Sure. Exactly. Uh, well,
0: how about what Luke said? I love Luke's had like have a NASCAR pit stop. Everybody jump over. Yeah, you know, here's, right. here's a guy giving you nutrition. Here, you guy giving you a massage. You know, once <laughs> a set, awesome, you yeah. do a pit stop. I thought that you know, it, it, you know, again, it's just simple marketing. More people involved brings more people because now you got five people who are jumping over to give him. Well, he's got five friends that want to see him jump over. You know, it just it. And it, you're right. Tennis is never figured that out they they've held it's a great game and and i i i completely agree with you from a skills standpoint and i don't think it's sold well enough by the industry probably the toughest sport you're going to play i i always i was a baseball player i will always say hitting hitting a baseball being thrown at you at 90 some odd miles an hour is probably the single most difficult thing to do but from a combination standpoint there is nothing more challenging than tennis at its highest level. And and tennis does a miserable job of letting people know that.
3: <laughs> These are world class. I, I think that's world I think class. They play for five hours, five to six hours. And it's just them. Like no yes. basketball. Yes. Very, very physically demanding sport. But no one's doing that. Not even soccer. Yeah. I completely
0: agree with you. And like I said, those are the things that tennis is just not, never figured out for, I don't know why, what reason. And I, I, I know it, it might not be because we don't have a great American. I don't know. We, we embraced federal. We'll, we will em, embrace greatness. Yeah. It's a great, it's a difficult sport. It, that's, it, you know, and that's the whole thing. Look, my daughter's in musical theater. I don't know where she got her voice from. I can't carry a tune across the street. It doesn't mean I don't appreciate good theater. I can go watch t- if I wasn't a player. It doesn't mean I can't appreciate what they're doing on a tennis court. Right? I, you know, and I, I, it's, it's just a problem. And it, Atlanta's the living proof. We always say, oh, how does it, a, a tournament fail in Atlanta? Well, because they're players. They're not going to watch. They don't know how to watch. They haven't had to watch tennis. As a junior, you watch tennis. You had to. You were waiting. Here, yep. they, they show up for their match. They play their match, and they go. Or they start drinking and have a donut so you know they're not watching the, the the game and you know the good for the coaches that's why nobody ever really gets a lot better because you miss out on a valuable teaching tool because yeah. you gotta watch the game so i, I guess if we took up a lot of your time right thank you so much uh we know where to find you how do you travel do you i mean do you do you guys got guys up
3: here um we so we'll, we'll, we have reps and stuff um for, as we get bigger, I'm starting to travel a lot more um, okay. just kind of as the, as the company grows. So w- what I've done before, and you know what I'll usually do is is certain people I'll go up and travel for and meet them in person, all that kind of stuff. But as of right now, i I'd have to ask because um, I'm on again, like high school college end, but uh, there's this guy named Fabio that's very involved in Georgia because he's actually from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a bunch of uh, you know reps and pro shops and all that kind of stuff there that be able to purchase. But uh, diatemsports.com will be like the best to see everything. Um, you know, everything will be there included. And then if anyone ever needs anything, Sports underscore Ryan is my Instagram. Anyone could reach out anytime, happy to help. And then you guys got my, my personal info too. So feel free to share that.
1: Well, there you have it. We want to thank rejovenate.com for use of the studio and be sure to hit that follow button. For more tennis-related content, you can go to atlantatennispodcast.com. And while you're there, check out our calendar of tennis events, deals on equipment, apparel, and more. And you should feel good knowing that shopping at letsgotennis.com helps support this show. You can also donate directly using links in the show notes. And with that, we're out. See you next time.